Hey, what's up, Foggy Tears? Oh, I should probably turn my... There we go. No more echo. Okay. What's up, Closet Tears? Uh, we're back with another episode here. Uh, I... Shit, I guess this is the intro now. Uh, so, yeah, some good news in my own life. I'm finally getting some, uh, some actual gig work at my old uh, venue job. They are, well, obvi so obviously we can't do anything inside, especially here in California. Um, you know what, before we actually talk about that, let's get a pour in. Got another uh, Tav Hour entry that I wanted to submit. I have not tried yet. This is the Lagerhosen Marzen. Uh, 5.5%. What's the, uh... Yeah. True Respite Brewing. It's a little... You know what? Don't need the light. True Respite Brewing. Lagerhosen. It's, uh... Like I said, it's Marzen. They are out of... Durwood, Maryland. I think. Whatever MD is. I'm pretty sure that's Maryland. And let's see anything else. How's my neck? I don't know if you, if you can hear that. So let's see what this shit looks like. Something nice. Uh, oh yeah. A little bit of foam. Tastes like a normal beer so far seems like and let's see what this looks like going in the horn oh yeah that is a nice nice golden golden nectar check that out well then you can actually see myself through here not quite not at all actually <clears throat> but anyways this is a another one of the ones that I picked out for myself which as I said before, I don't actually uh, do a subscription with this anymore. Just because, you know, I mean, I... I as it, it is a good idea, but I just didn't want to be... I'm just not in a position to, you know, have an app just, you know, taking money out of my account all of a sudden. I'm, I'm perfectly capable of getting my own stuff, which works just fine. So that's what I'm going to do from now on. Or at least for now, unless I manage to get, you know, insanely rich or win the lottery. But Speaking of winning the lottery, you know, I was thinking about the other day, like, just how much... I don't think people really understand... I, I mean, yeah, people don't really understand a million dollars really is. Especially, I guess it's one thing if you're trying to be like a... um a business owner or, you know, a tycoon of some sorts, but, I mean, if you're just trying to, you know, kind of live your life and, well, maybe get something small started, like a small business, I guess, not a large one, but a small one, like a podcast, for instance, and some YouTube channels, for instance, I've already paid for almost everything, I'm still debating on uh, getting a nice new desktop computer, which I'm going to want to do eventually but you know that's down the line not too far down the line but anyways as i was saying so let's say you win the lottery right i think right now mega millions is like at 40 million and then uh lotto taxes come in at about I think if I remember seeing that, you, you, you want to prepare for about 40%. Just gone. That's the government taken away, which I, I don't know. I feel like that's one that they should just uh, not touch. You know what I mean? Like I get uh, income. I get property taxes. And then I get taxes on, you know, uh, sales, I guess. Yeah, sales tax. But, I don't know, winnings, like, that's not, 
If or well, also I, I guess another way to put it is I don't think that it should be on the recipient to deal with those taxes. That should be more on the side of uh, the actual lotto company. They they should be the ones that actually pay the taxes, and it should just immediate. It, it should just come out of uh, what is put in as it's put in to the pool. I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not in charge of anything like that. I'm only what you guys hear from me, but I digress. Let's go back. So let's say you win $40 million. You take 40% out of that, which would leave you with, I want to say a little less than $25 million. That's a lot of money. Now, let's say that uh, you weren't, that, let's say you, you kind of just want to live your life, Right? Like, you're, you're not trying to start a family or whatever else. Or maybe you are. Maybe. Who knows? But. Now, if you want to live in a, like, in the middle of, like, a metropolitan area. Like, say here, you know, in Hollywood or downtown Los Angeles. If you look up, like, a, a two-bedroom apartment is usually going to. Gun to. Gun to. I think I made a new word. Uh going to run you somewhere in the neighborhood of $4,000 a month, which to most people, even me, that's ridiculous. However, let's say that you had, you know, 22 to $25 million that you just earned. And maybe, you know, you put some of that away into like a savings bond or something like that, start making money that way, that'll help. But then if you just say like, okay, here's, I'm going to set aside exactly one million dollars and that's going to be for living if you have a if you have an apartment that's like right right on or maybe even a little bit under four thousand a month you could live in that room for or that unit for 20 years that's two decades that's a long time for you to you know figure shit out or maybe not figure shit out you know Maybe you just end up being a complete and total shithead. But I would like to think that that wouldn't happen to me. And oh, I would also like to think that if I ever do manage to somehow, some way, by you know, some stroke of luck, actually do win the lottery, maybe I'll, I'll get more than that. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. And if I do win, well, I was going to say that you guys would be the first to know, but I ain't telling anybody nobody absolutely not in fact i remember seeing an article that if you uh as a smart person if you win if, if you were to win the lottery all right you li listen to me if you win the lottery the very first person you should talk to is a lawyer right especially especially if you haven't really done your research because you want to you want to know like exactly what to expect and uh, exactly like how you're how how you how you'll receive the money and like the different how, how to handle like the different methods that you can do it. Plus you also have to uh, account for the fact that whenever you win you know you don't have to Oh shit. Sorry, my back's a little wonky right now. Not like it was before, but if you win the lottery, you have to understand that you will get put on a, um, you know, they, they put you like on a registry of, uh, winners or you, your, your name gets released in some way, shape or form by the, by the lotto company. But, um, they won't, you, you don't have to press press release at all, which I obviously wouldn't do. But I mean, the point being is that you're, you're going to get called by people, maybe even ones that you know, and you know, it's gonna start happening, you know, like, oh, hey, can you lend me a couple bucks, or hey, I'm your, you know, fourth fucking cousin, or whatever, and, uh, I need somewhere to live, yada, yada, you know, just bullshit like that. Now, I, I, I feel like that wouldn't really be a huge problem for me, because, I mean, I already don't pick up the phone, really, I only... The only person I really answer for is, like, well, 
I'm a if I'm expecting somebody, like if it's in an interview or something like that, or or yeah, or or if it's somebody that I have saved in my contacts, right? Assuming I'm not busy. But like just random numbers, I'm I'm not picking that shit up, especially in my case because my uh my phone number is actually. It's not even a California area code. It's from Nebraska. And I don't know. I, I, I don't associate with anybody who. Or everybody I did associate with. Doesn't live there anymore. So I know. I know that what, whoever's calling me. Is just like some robocaller. Or some stupid. Uh, fucking. I don't know. Tell a. Uh, whatever. What, what, what's it called? When you just like. Cold Paul, telemarketer. That's the word I'm thinking of. And I, whatever they have, I don't need. And it, it's even worse now that it's the, uh, that we're in an election year. I'm just getting, you know, random bullshit calls all the time. And sometimes I get some from other areas too. Like I've gotten a couple from Florida, which I used to live in Florida, so I guess that makes sense. Actually, what's really funny now is I'm I'm getting um, a lot of calls from, or I'm getting a lot of texts occasionally from the Biden campaign uh, from Nebraska. But what's really funny is that uh, they think that I'm Brittany. That's the <laughs> that's the name that comes up. Says, "Hi, Brittany, are you voting? Are voting? Are you voting for Biden in this presidential election?" And I just wanted to like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, how I should respond to that, like, I mean, recently I was thinking, like, like, oh, so I guess I'm Brittany now, which is kind of stupid, but I, I think, I think the next time I, I see texts like that, like, hey, Brittany, are you voting for Biden? I just want to be like, well, I didn't realize that us women get votes. Wow. That's insane. I, I, I probably wouldn't really get much of a response, because I'm sure... That it's just like a robo-texter, or what have you. I don't know. Anyway, that's just... That's just the way life is, and I mean... I guess part of it, too, is because I... I, I, I grew up in enough of a time where I had... I've had enough experience with, like, email and stuff to recognize, you know... It's just bullshit. Right? And... And of course now, you know, a lot of email services have spam folders, so you you don't even see most of the crap that gets sent your way, which is just fine by me, because that, that's all it is, it's just crap. Uh, and also, you know, having an iPhone now, they're, you know, the, the uh, iOS is even getting smart enough that it'll actually tag a lot of uh, incoming calls. Like, ones that you don't answer or whatever as, like, spam or potential spam. I've even had a couple listed as robocall. So I was like, oh, well, thanks, iPhone. I, w I wish there was a... I... Mm, what am I saying? I, I wish there was a way to, like... I was about to say, I wish there was a way to just, like, cancel a call when it's ringing, but obviously you would just hang up. Although, that that doesn't always work either, though. Sometimes you just gotta let it ring. Especially if you're in a situation where it's, like, a swipe to answer instead of a, you know, answer or don't answer type of deal. But. Anywho, as I was saying, my old job is picking up a little bit again, but it, it is still kind of a one-off. Like, the people who are in charge of us are for aren't even, most of them, like, weren't even part of our venue, you know, but, I, I mean, that's just the way it goes, you know, they're, they're trying to, uh, give, you know, a bunch of different people work and kind of try and make it fair, I don't know, but, anyway, so what, what they're doing, what they're doing, I don't know what that accent was, a little bit of my, uh, Midwest coming out, I guess, but, uh, what they've been doing is they're having, at my venue, well, not inside, obviously, but out in the lot, they made a um. They they, they made a uh, a drive-through art exhibit. 
It's uh, put on by Hyundai. So, because cars, obviously. And ha have the people, by the way, have the people that have been rolling up to this thing look like they need new cars. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were just like, oh, I thought I was going to, like, possibly win a car or something. You know? But, uh, and then it's in conjunction with the uh, Museum of Latin American Art here in L.A. And it's all Latinx uh, artists. Which, again, I think I already talked about this actually last time. But, again, you know, that's a word that I don't use for myself. That's their word. So I'm just describing their thing as a Latino. I'm a Latino myself. Or, well, half, I guess. Well, it, it counts. And also, like, almost everybody on my crew that works there is Mexican. And they don't say shit like Latinx either. So, you know, I don't Whatever. I... It's just one of those things, you're just, you know, fixing, you're fixing a non-problem. You're fixing a problem that doesn't exist, in a way. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess in a way it does, but, you know, there's, I don't know, it's a gender thing, it's not, it's not, I guess, I will, it's not my place, how about that? It's not my place, and it's not my practice. Now, I guess... I don't know, I, I guess in a way it is kind of hard for me to, uh... Well, I, 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 don't, I don't have problems sympathizing. Obviously, you know, people, people deserve to be happy and healthy. But I don't... I don't have that experience at all. Because I, I've, never, I've never really had that uh, question about myself. Like not even not even really any like experimentation or any anything like that. I I was never, you know, curious. I was just kind of knew, you know, what I was and what I wanted. And still still do, I should say. But anyways, the point being is that you know, hey, uh some artists more up and coming I guess, got to uh you know, showcase their own stuff and it was work for us, as well as their um, uh, event staff that they had there. So, all around, it's a good thing. And apparently, also, I was told that in my venue that they're going to have some, uh, like, drive through food tasting type of uh, deal in the works coming up later. So, you know, hey, your boy's got some work coming up, I guess. Or not non-self-employment, I should say. Because so I, got, I got plenty of... Uh, I got my own work whenever I want it. Which I'm going to be wanting it more here. Also, some more things from that. I was... Uh, well, I, I haven't done my venue job in months now. Obviously, since uh, March. It's uh, October now. Oh, and uh, yesterday was actually my birthday... I am now, I'm not old enough to forget my age, 34 years old, I'm old man, kind of, I'm getting up there, and well, I've been feeling it this year, obviously, it's with my, you know, my back and my ankle getting all fucked up, and I can't do, you know, I have to watch what I eat more, I can't just, you know, scarf down a whole pizza like I did earlier today, it's gonna happen, all right. I, I I gotta start taking care of myself more. But I think my uh, my back's obviously been doing better than ever, and my ankle is almost on track. Although I have noticed that it seems like it is a little off center. I can't. Well, I, I don't have any space to show you in here, but you know, just take my word. It is all right. But, I don't know, I think I'm almost at the point where I can, like, start running again. And, uh, I think what I, re what I really just need is, I, I need, like, a different type of brace, or ankle brace. Because I've got one that's kind of like a light wrap that I can use, you know, around the house if I really need to. I, I don't even really need that anymore, that much. And then I have a stiffer one that has, like, it, it's like a splint style, you know, it's got the two... It's got hard plastic and everything that I use for, 
you know, when I'm working or just out, right? But I know there, there's some other ones that are a little bit more flexible, but they're like um, a lace-up, and they're it's a little more form-fitting because it's still just fabric, and, you know, you tighten it up all over the place, and... Oof. I feel like if I if I get something like that, I can start running again, and then I'll really be able to start losing weight. Uh, and speaking of, you know, being in shape, like I said, I, I haven't I haven't worked uh, this job since March, and it is ve it was very apparent almost right away that I was not used to anymore standing around for more than like. I don't know, a good 20 minutes or something like that. And I, these are full eight shifts, full eight hour shifts. So yeah, the, the first couple days were just torture. And of course, you know, I'm still dealing with some foot problems and I've got, you know, actually, I might be able to show, I got like these kind of uh, faddish toes. You can see they're all fucked up. That was my good foot too. But, um, Whenever, you know, I'm out on a long shift like that, they, like, they, they kind of overlap a little bit and they start to rub together. So, yeah, I get all fucked up in chafes. And I only just now uh, decided to start investing in toe socks for when I'm standing around like that. And, of course, I didn't get them until uh, my shift yesterday, which I was already three, I was already four nights in. By then, so it kind of didn't really matter, but that that one, even that one day, I felt better. So, you know, if you're if you're in a stand around job, get some toe socks, or I mean, if you like run and hike, or I guess uh, go to like you know all day festivals anymore, get some toe socks. Just do it. You'll thank me and yourself, and your feet will also thank you later. Even if they look stupid, just do it. Because, well, who cares? You're going to be in your shoes anyway. No, Nobody's going to fucking see it. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, and also you can't see, but I finally got a little bit of soundproofing going on up here. I had to do it above me because otherwise it'd be hitting my head, kind of. Because, yeah, right above me are the steps going up to the upstairs of the house that I live in. And then, uh, also I'm gonna put a couple more of these pads by my, uh, my other workstation where I'm finally gotten my hobby channel. I've got the first couple episodes out now. Poncho's paint booth. Poncho was me. Like I said, that was my, uh, name in college. I do have the, uh, the shirt. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll show you I'll show you what I, I'll... Rewind. I have the shirt from my college years that I will show you later. Which will probably be the, uh, the, the another part of this podcast, or, yeah, episode, I guess. But for now... For now, another swig. But... For now, uh, for mo most of the paint booth is uh, is me doing Warhammer models, such as these uh, fine examples that I got up here. You know what? I'll show you some. Actually, uh, this guy. So these these guys are all the same faction, but this guy is uh, one of my uh, heavy armored banner carriers. Slight conversion, mainly in the uh, the banner up here. And then these other two guys, I'm way too thick to be twisting like this, but these other two guys... They are... Well, they got uh, wings and jump packs. And their whole, uh, their whole deal is they jump in, and, well, you kind of can't see, but his, his right arm there has a shield... He's got a big old pistol. And they jump in and fuck shit up. Anyways, the point being is that these were models that I did myself. Built them and I painted them. 
from from kits, I should say. And the whole idea of the paint booth is that you know I basically just do my own color schemes and uh, in in a format that everybody can see what I'm doing. And then I also you know I I add in like a little bit of a ambient hard metal in there and a little bit of time lapse to you know kind of speed through like the more tedious stuff and make it a little more exciting and also you know make everything condensed down to a watchable uh, time frame or what have you which I can't do on this I mean you, you got to sit through all my bullshit in this podcast which is fine and every week I'm back on my bullshit and see what I did there and it was bullshit but oh and <laughs> the point that I was actually trying to get to so yeah like I said I build and paint and also play Warhammer which I'm not going to get into now but I'm also part of like a um a competitive team and today and for the rest of my videos in that channel I'm I'm wearing my team colors let me see if I can show you the uh the thing that is our team hashtag wrecked and our logo, the smug baby goat, which uh, one of our main guys, he started using the uh, the baby goat meme in a bunch of shit. And as a joke, I actually, I actually kind of made this logo part here where I put the, I, I just took the goat and like photoshopped it into a fancy picture frame, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, we got to use that!" And I was like, "Yeah, we do." So we did. One of our other guys has a uh, had a, uh, a t-shirt company kind of on retainer or whatever, or a jersey company. And uh, this was the uh, the design that we ended up going with. I wasn't as big of a fan of the uh, the blood over black, but I mean, you know, it's what everybody wants. It's unique. Also, part of it was because I knew that uh, red and black was going to be like a huge, like an easy theme, which I, I, I know the... Uh, Actually, you know what? Let's shout out the brand. What is the brand? Uh, Rover... Roverplus9.com is the, uh, the brand that makes these jerseys. And, well, obviously I haven't been to a, uh, a 40k tournament in quite some time. This year, at least. But... No, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of other teams across the U.S. and some in Canada too, and a lot of them use the same brand <clears throat> to make their jerseys. And there are quite a few <laughs> red and black jerseys. <laughs> so I, I, I also did uh, pose the idea before everything closed down that we should get like some, uh, some old school, uh, like Japanese uh, banners. You know, the ones where it's just like the big stick at the top and then you have the uh, the long banner and, you know, we just put our name on those. Or, also because uh, some of the guys on my team are actually uh, the primary judges for the Las Vegas Open Tournament, which is the uh, the big one that uh, the tournament circuit that I'm in uh, does every year in Las Vegas. And it also marks... Uh, the end of each uh, annual season, so it's 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 the big one, and it's also the one that like the most uh, you get a bunch of vendors showing up to as well. Because a, a lot of the other tournaments they don't really uh, or like like the the grand turn the big tournaments, so like the grand tournaments or the masters tournaments you don't really get a lot of vendors if it's uh, run directly by ITC, which is the uh, the circuit that I'm in. They will have their own, uh, uh, they'll have like their own web store inventory there for sale, and there, there will usually be like a small discount going on, so that's pretty cool. But the LVO is special because, well, A, it's in Vegas, and B, there's also a lot of uh, independent retailers there. And, and C, I mean, there, there's just a lot of people there, which is why it's definitely not happening uh, next year. It's always at the, uh, it's at the end of January and or, 
or the very beginning of February. And it's it, it does get interesting because a, a lot of times it uh, kind of coincides with the Super Bowl. So Vegas fills up then. And if you're also savvy, it also coincides with the AVNs, which is the... Uh, the major U.S. porn convention that's also in Vegas. So I, I've actually a couple times I've done like the one where I pop into the ABNs and then I have the rest of the weekend for, you know, whatever else. Which is also probably not happening next year. Here. The the one thing that I am sad about is that a lot of times it also clashes with the, um, the Fit Expo that's here in downtown Los Angeles. Which is, you know, the big fitness one. Which, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It, it's mostly, uh, that one's mostly supplement companies. But, I mean, you, there, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of booths. And there, there's, there's also a lot of apparel companies as well. And then, you know, just some other things, like a lot of people, there, there's, there's a lot that sell, uh, like online coaching. And so they'll have, like, all the trainers and team members there. And there's a few competitions, too, going on. But, um, a, a lot of the, you, there's a lot of free stuff going out. So, you know, that's, if you're, if you play your cards right, you'll walk away with just like a backpack full of shit. I remember one of my old roommates, I, the, the first one, the first Fit Expo that I kind of went to was, uh, I actually worked at back when I was working with the company that works for the, uh, the convention center that it was in and one of my old roommates was also attending it the same day and we we ended up uh taking the uh uh the train back home together but uh he he literally walked out with like two backpacks just full of shit free stuff in in a way it, it also helped that he he's a uh he he I was going to say he was but he's still he's still alive Obviously, but he's a dwarf. And he's a little guy, so I I wouldn't be surprised if like they they gave him they probably gave him like extra stuff like oh bless your heart here you go. And he he was also he, he's also a southern boy and he he literally looked like you know part of my language, but picture like a midget John Cena. That's kind of that's kind of the uh, the vibe that he gave off. But good times. Old memories are almost always fond memories. Unless they were abusive memories, in which case you probably forgot about them. Or you stew over them for your entire life. But that's not what we're doing here. What we're doing here, this podcast is just about, you know, drinking up, having a good time, learning about some shit. Uh, I don't have my phone on me, it's overcharging, so we're not going to do any post-apocalypse this time around. But we will a little bit later, and then it's all going to be here at the same time, you know, whatever. <sighs> so you guys are lucky this week. I'm actually doing two Tav Hour subscriptions, or subscriptions, entries. That's what I'm thinking of. This time, we're going with, uh, Another, uh, another. I'm just spouting off bullshit. Uh, this one's from Energy City Brewing. It is the Batisserie Blueberry and Maple Syrup Slurry. Looks pretty damn good just from the can. Uh, let's see. What does it say? Our Batisserie beers are brewed with flavors and inspiration from Patisseries the world over. This one counts as a stout, so it's made with blueberries and maple syrup and natural flavor, whatever that is. 7%. One pint. And of course, as always, we got our Valhalla Vineyards Horn. I should probably open this thing before I start two-handing it. But... Wow, that tastes like breakfast. Oh, shit. And we're foaming. 
Ooh, that is nice and dark. This one's going to take me, like, all day to get through. I can tell already. Goddamn. That looks good, doesn't it? Fuck yeah. Get some more. It is a thick boy beer. Dude, th th this shit literally tastes like blueberry pancakes. It's pretty... You know, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let the uh, the foam die a little bit. Let me get a little bit more in here. Uh, in related news, it's getting to be high time that I got a real computer and not just use this laptop because I keep running out of space on this thing. It happened with my fucking... Uh, I was doing my hobby channel... And I was in the middle of painting a model, and one of my, one of my clips, I just ran out of space and cut off. And I, I even had to, I have unfinished work that I had to take off of my computer and stick it on my drive. But, yeah, that's what happens. Now, th this month's been kind of a, a pain in the ass because, you know, I was out of town half the month, so obviously I wasn't making any money. And then I got stuck watching uh, someone's dog, like... Well, I, I, I talked about this a little bit last episode, but, I mean, that kind of cuts into your time as well. But, you know, life is life, and I'm going to be making up for it pretty soon here. After today, I'm resting now, because I've been on my feet working for, like, the last week or so, finally, at my old job. Again, already talked about it earlier. What we will do today is we got some post-apocalypse coming up for you. Whenever I ooh, what was that? Oh. Alright, let me pull some shit up for you guys today. Oh, this one's fun. First one's coronavirus protect corona coronavirus protection helmet looks straight up dystopian. So uh some company let's see who was it? Microclimate is a company. I, I j just from the name alone, sounds like they make a like little bio terrarium things that you can, you know, either keep at your home or maybe for growing or something like that. But anyways, they made this helmet that it, it looks like a, like a sci-fi astronaut helmet with a. Um, it, it looks like if you guys ever play Mass Effect, you know the helmets that the uh, the humans wear. It looks like that, right? Where like you have the uh, thing that goes around the chin and around the back. And then over the top, it's just a big, big old clear dome type of thing, but a little ovular shape. Oh, it looks pretty cool. I, I could actually see myself wearing one of these. But it also probably costs like 400 bucks or something ridiculous like that. So, mm -mm, I'm not, because, you know, you, you have to have like some sort of filter technology. You can't just seal your head into an airtight thing or you die within like however long it takes you to die from lack of oxygen oh yeah that's good god damn it's thick too it leaves a bunch of shit on my uh on the glass this is something I should have saved for like a good night but it's fine cause I, I got another one so I can do it then Next up, going back to some political bullshit now. Trump's apprentice money is running out, and he could be foreclosed on as bills come due. Bombshell report. So, any, anybody with their head screwed on straight has already known that Trump's, you know, he's a con man. He's a fucking hack. And so, <clears throat> let, let me see. Okay, so I, I don't I don't have all the articles that I saw, but uh, ever since the uh, like late getting into the two thousands, I believe, or maybe it was even as far back as the late nineties. So he'd been the host of the uh, the show The Apprentice, right before all this being a president shit. 
So he apparently he made well, he he made a lot of money show. And that is actually what he's been living off of. And basically taking uh uh I guess loans against or something. I I, I don't know exactly how it works, but so all of his uh supposed business all, all these businesses that he has which, as anybody again, anybody with their head screwed on straight knows that they've been just failing left and right. They don't go anywhere. It's just him, because he he has a problem apparently with just lavishly spending money, just spend, spend, spend. And uh, <clears throat> so he's been living off of his apprentice money for like the last fifteen year, fifteen twenty years or so. And you know he would just like put it into businesses and then they'd fail. But it's like oh, it doesn't matter because I got all this money coming in. So he's not a smart businessman. He's just living off of the one thing he got lucky to get. And then I don't have the article of this, but before that, he um. So as most people know, he he initially got his start because his father gave him like a big a big uh, living inheritance or something like that, and he literally just blew through it all. Just completely. This was this would have been like in the eighties. Now because in the nineties or, or early nineties, like nineteen ninety, actually, he actually tried to uh, uh, convince his dad to apparently change his um, estate will to cut out his siblings, and that was, I guess, a whole thing. But then he managed to get the apprentice, so it didn't really matter that much. But of course. And it's also uh, important to note that his dad was uh, suffering from major dementia at the end of his life. So it is not surprising to imagine that Donald Trump is probably suffering from the same thing. And speaking of a little bit more. Oh, shit. Uh, tax returns show Trump looting Treasury to stave off his own financial disaster. So the apprentice, that means the apprentice money is running out. And now he's using taxpayer money to live, apparently. Which, I mean, also, if you guys have already seen like reports and stuff like this, his whole, uh, his whole deal is going to his uh, golf resort down in Florida. That's already cost, you know, who knows how much. Million, hundreds of millions. And then there's also uh, the whole ordeal with, he used to... Uh, for a while, his first family was living. His family was living, still in his tower in New York. So, of course, Secret Service has to cover that. So that's that was also just millions, first year, even, and it's been four years now. So, well, and and he uh, apparently still owes a lot of money to a lot of people, and they have not, uh, you know, they haven't come collecting yet, but you know they will, especially. I'm sure, like if he if he if we manage to vote him out this year, it's he he's probably just gonna get, you know, left and right. Here comes the loan sharks, basically. So obviously he's doing whatever he can to uh, stay as a president because if he doesn't, he's fucked. Just a hundred percent. Uh, next up, internal document shows Trump officials were told to make comments sympathetic to Kyle Rittenhouse, who, if y'all remember, that was the uh, the kid who was in uh, what was that town? Kenosha? Was it Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and he uh, killed a couple people and shot somebody else. So. DHS is the Department of Homeland Security, which I I don't know why they would uh, try and uh, change things around like that. I imagine their 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 uh, thinking was probably like you know they're they're thinking because uh, th this kid was you know his family was basically like part of a semi militia sort of deal. So I I imagine that the the idea was to 
if to uh, kind of dilute public condemning of this group so that they don't, you know, just go on a rampage or something like that. But, I mean, at the same time, though, you know, you're lying, basically. Uh, something a little more fun. Nathan Apodaca's viral cranberry juice and longboard TikTok boost sales of Fleetwood Mac's Dreams by 374%. So, uh, f- so th- this guy uh, on TikTok, he actually named, uh, uh, where is it? 420dogface208. And he basically just takes like a bunch of songs and, you know, dances to them and stuff. But apparently he did one, uh, of uh, this Fleetwood Mac song, older song, and um, it, it's literally just him like uh, boarding down a highway, and you know, chugging some cranberry juice. And apparently, the story that was that at the time his uh, car broke down on his way to work, so he just had to you know get out his shit and keep going. And yeah, it, it went pretty viral. I remember I saw this one. Two earlier, well before this article happened, and also he's uh, apparently got you know uh, he started making money because of this too. And hey, whatever works, you know. Uh, let's see. Let me end on this one, or well, actually, how many do I got left? I got a couple more. House votes to condemn QAnon conspiracy. It's a sick cult. <clears throat> so, finally. Because, well, it's good to formally recognize that you, you just gotta, you know, not... I don't want to say deep platform because that that's, you know, yada yada, slippery slope. But... <clears throat> The problem with uh, Q- one of the main problems with QAnon is that they're very, they're they're a very intolerant group, and they also kind of pigeonhole themselves in with a lot of uh, you know, uh, white supremacist type of shit. Somehow, not not directly, but you know, that's just what happens. <clears throat> and also, you know, for whatever good that they as try to push they also you know just spout just a lot of negative hateful shit so yeah they they gotta go away right <clears throat> they're, they're basically kind of in the same lane as flat earthers like you know what the fuck are you talking about just stupid uh here we go again another fun one man in hulk costume destroys donald trump's hollywood walk of fame star uh, this is not the first time that this has happened. I remember, I'm sure everybody remembers a few years ago whenever he initially got elected in. There was a, at least uh, one instance where somebody came by and uh, <clears throat> uh, busted it up with a pickaxe. And then also someone later did the same thing with um, a jackhammer. And, of course, I'm sure everybody and their mom has let their dog, you know, shit on a star. Or leave shit. I wonder... Let me see if I can find out. I I don't actually know... And apparently... So, there's a guy dressed as the Hulk, and, again, with a pickaxe. It might even be the same guy, I bet. I wouldn't be surprised, but... Now, they're saying, apparently, that destroying the star, which is, it, it's a, t- the, the Hollywood stars are tiles about mm, this big, right? And they're trying to say that it caused $5,000 worth of damage. Now, I, I can kind of see, like, a little bit since, you know, it, it's like multiple types of tiles and then um, a metal inset for the star. Right? So, unless these tiles are, like, rare or something stupid like that, no. 5,000 seems, like, a little much. But, or, I I guess, maybe you're also paying, uh, you know, manpower, too, in there, but, I don't know. 
counts as a felony vandalism too, apparently. I maybe maybe part of it is um. Well, I, I'm sure the five thousand includes like fees and stuff like that, or police fees. Uh, what 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 is it called? Ticket, I think. God damn, this shit is thick. But I'm going to get through it. Okay, last one. Proud boy arrested on six felony charges in Portland. Which, as it's, it's going to, this is going to be a trend. By the way, a, tre a trend of uh, happenings. I would say, because they, they, yeah, they, they, they've been fucking shit up for a while now. So, no surprise. Uh, and, of course, Portland's been, as you guys remember from previous episodes, Portland's been a bit of a hot spot lately. Cause they're, the, they're the ones who, uh, they, they started having the whole, uh, you know, quote-unquote federal agents coming through. Or the, the unidentified ones who have just been, you know, rounding up people and you know, doing who knows what. So, this guy, I guess, claims to be part of it. His name, uh, Alan Swinney. He looks like a, uh, down-on-his-luck Santa Claus. Uh, let's see. Also, who, who, who what, what kind of a bitch do you have to be to be <clears throat> identified with a group who, you know, proud boy? This guy's 50 years old. 50-ish. <clears throat> yeah, actually 50. You know, proud man, maybe. Well, you're not, a, you're not a man. If you're in the Proud Boys. So let's just say that, first of all. Yeah, Proud Boy. Fuck off. Also, apparently, I don't, I don't have this article at all, but apparently um, a lot of uh, gay rights groups have managed to uh, kind of flood and steal the... Uh, the Proud Boys uh, online presence, I guess, would be the uh, the way to put it. Because they, well, they they their their actual pride stuff, it, it, it applies to them. So. have not yet I think after after this weekend which is going to be th this uh, this is probably going to be out by the time uh, but I am I, I will finally go public with all my shit that I'm doing here very soon and it probably already will be by the time you hear this and in fact me going public is probably what will lead you to this episode that you're listening to right now. I just forgot what I was going to say, but, um, public, yeah, that's pretty much it, anyways, uh, yeah, so hopefully I'll, I'll go public, and, uh, you know, hopefully get some more listeners, and then maybe we can start making some money off of this shit, also, well, I already talked about this before, but yeah, I'm, I'm putting everything kind of in the same, uh, YouTube channel, especially like the videos for this podcast, and then of course the uh, uh, the podcast with videos. So th that's just YouTube anyway. And uh, well, I mean, you know, it's all a start. I'm still working on the uh, the whole Twitch thing, which again, I'm not sure if I already talked about left. I don't really uh, listen to these myself because I mean, what what kind of a piece of shit would I have to be to listen to myself, you know what I mean, I'm not, I, 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 I can't do that, I think, I, I did once, just to, just to see, like, kind of how it actually sounded on, uh, on a podcast platform, you know, I actually listened to one of my episodes, I haven't watched, I haven't actually seen, watched one of my episodes, 
I did, I did uh, look over one of my uh, paint booth episodes, which also, uh, part of the reason I'm displaying this shirt because I'm going to be wearing this from now on whenever I do my episodes, because of course, I got to I gotta rip the team, I got to rip the double O, that's double O me, double O poncho, I just came up with that, that's good, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to, you know what? We're adding that to the tags. Where I'll, I'll fucking do it later. Hashtag double O poncho. God damn it. God damn it. Um. Cool. So cool that I actually forgot. Oh yeah. I can't listen to myself. Which. So. There, there, there was a. Uh, which reminds me. There, there was somebody in my life. Who, well, very recently, you know, things went sour, right? Because, you know, that's just what happens. Sometimes you lose people. But, like, in the losing, also, like, as time goes on, you know, like, the, the, the wool kind of gets pulled back from over your eyes. And you, you see more of what's going on, right? One, one, one of the uh, the things that this person would do is... She would actually quote herself on Instagram. How fucking piece of shit do you want? What the fuck? Like, like, like actual, you, you know how like you, you'd have people who would, they, they, the, the, the picture would just be like, you know, some quotes and then like who it was the author underneath with like the tilde or the, uh, the, the, the dash and it would just be her own fucking name. Like I in in a way, so you 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 know how it is like when whenever you really do still care for somebody, and you really love who they are as a person, but at the same time it's like God damn it, I like I just you know whoosh, neoed a bullet there, I neoed a whole bunch of bullets, just the full lean back, and you know I did still catch the one zinger across the thigh, but but overall like it's still fine. You know what I mean? Who the fuck quotes himself? Like, not even the Dalai Lama quotes himself. Actually, you know what? I think technically... Technically, based on their belief, Dalai Lama does kind of quote themselves. Because I think, if I remember right, they are... Each Dalai Lama is like a um, the spirit of the original passing in through the next one. So, I guess maybe if, like, the uh, the current one, who's supposedly the last one, which makes sense since Tibet isn't even a real country anymore, at least not according to China. Hey, now we're getting into politics again, but... Alright, let's get back out of politics. So, I, I guess technically, based on their beliefs, if they were to quote... If, if he was to quote something that, like, the previous Dalai Lama or one of the previous ones had said or written down that I guess technically he would be quoting himself but that's not the same as some you know fucking girl on Instagram or whatever or even a guy on Instagram or anybody at least the Dalai Lama doesn't use Instagram uh, he doesn't does he I hope not I'd be sad I mean, I guess at least he'd be, like, keeping up with the times. So, uh, you know. What time is it? Ooh, shit, it's 8 o'clock already. Uh, fun fact, I actually have to uh, go work an overnight shift in a few hours. But my beer ain't done, so I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be with you for a little bit more still. Here. And actually, this episode is gonna be a bit of a longer one. You know what, let's, uh... Spray up a bit. Oh, that's nice. What am I using? S Sultry Amber Rhythm. Okay. By the way, I have found out the hard way that you do not want to keep one of these uh, uh, air fresheners in your car. I got lucky where just the uh, the top, you know, popped off. And the can was, it was like 
molten metal hot. It's bad. And it looks like all the uh, shit in the air is what was... Actually, here. See if I can make my camera readjust. No, no, fuck it. It, it, it would be kind of funny if, like, some of the uh, particulates got into the candle and, like, this whole room just... <laughs> went up in flames. Funny... Maybe not so much funny to me, but funny to some of y'all. Be like one of those dumb, dumb accidents. That you see, and then, but it, it would only it would only matter if like if somebody actually uploaded it, because then this computer would be gone since I'm not going live. You wouldn't actually see that. I would just be like, what the fuck happened here? Ah. Tip of the horn. So anyways, once again, uh, that was the Lagerhosen beer, Marzen beer, from the True Respite Brewing Company we were drinking. And by we, I mean me, as always, because you can get your own goddamn drinks by doing your own work. I think that's a good place to uh, quit for now. Yeah, that's it for this uh, episode of the podcast. Thank you again for uh, tuning in. Another week down, week number 27. We've been going, which means we've been going for, what was it, like seven, eight months now almost? Oh, when did I start? I started in April. Okay, maybe a little bit less than that. I don't know. It, it was it, it was in my analytics. I, I perused it briefly, but... So yeah, got that done, or got th- got this done. We got this done. But you do you you're doing your own work and listening. I'm not listening for you. Although I am gonna have to go back and listen a little bit and make sure, just so I remember what I actually talk about. But um, we've got a couple videos of the uh, the Pachos paint booth are already up in up in my channel, Multi Media on YouTube, and also on Instagram. And you'll also find the uh, All My Links page in there. Also in the descriptions down here. And you can go there if you don't want to, uh, if, if, if you want to find a source for, you know, listening to this podcast. You know, may, maybe you don't listen on iTunes. I'm sure most people do. I do. I always listen to my podcast on, my, on iTunes. But I'm available on plenty of other platforms. And tongue tied already. Plenty of other platforms. Uh, including, you know, Spotify, Alexa, TuneIn, and, uh, just, just some other smaller ones, some other, uh, smaller podcast networks. And, of course, it's, you know, it's free to listen for everybody, so go check it out. And I'm finally, uh, getting the whole, uh, Twitch stream up and running real soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I got... I got everything hooked up. I'm, you know, downloading and updating everything on my PS4. Cause I'm, I'm just doing it through the console, cause that's easiest for me. I'm not. I mean, I, I, I got this lap. All I have right now is this laptop. I am working on getting like a real PC, <clears throat> eventually. That takes money, obviously, but, you know, until then, you know, I got. Yeah, I'm just gonna do everything on the PS4. And I am planning on my first streams. I'm going to be doing, going to be going back to Fallout 4. <clears throat> and we're going to go through it in survival mode. Which, for those of you who don't know, well, if you don't know what Fallout is, first of all, you know, get, go outside. Or I guess stay inside would be the, uh, the case of video games. Well, so Fallout, Fallout is like a hybrid open world 
role-playing slash first-person slash third-person shooter combat, and I, which I love. Uh, now, the Fallout 4, 4, number 4 is not the, uh, the newest installment. The newest one is actually Fallout 76, which is like a sort of prequel game, but it's also, it's also a, uh, MMO, which stands for Massive Multiplayer Online. And I know originally they didn't, it, it was just like all people. So I didn't, I don't know, I didn't really bother with that. I wasn't into it. And when it came out, I didn't have PS Plus, so I couldn't play online anyway. But, and I, I do, from what I understand, I know some of the things that they introduced in Fallout 4, they probably um, kind of fine-tuned and fixed in 76, but I'm not... I'm not fucking with that. And this, this is going to take a while, too. So, survival mode is, is that, while well, you're not allowed to just save your game wherever. You, you have to go to certain spots. And then, uh, everything hurts your character more. It's very easy to die. You can, you can just take, like, a zinger to the arm or something like that, and that'll put your ass down. Uh, you can't carry as much stuff on you, and uh, your ammunition has actual weight value to it now, too, that you have to uh, account for in the game, obviously, not in real life. And then you also have to make sure that you uh, eat and drink and sleep regularly and kind of keep yourself going in that way. But I don't know, like, I, I've tried going through it before. I know the first time I tried playing through, I did it... Uh, I tried doing like a stealth and sneak mode, which was a bit of a pain in the ass. I'm not gonna lie, especially whenever you got into like the city. It, it would literally take me three days worth of sessions playing just to travel what would be the equivalent of like two miles in real life, or well, in game ish, just because you know there's like enemies all over the place, and you can't just go through them all, because if you're playing, like, a stealth, stealth mode, and you, you know, boom, pop somebody, then it's like everybody comes running, but, but at the same time, it's also more viable than just sort of run and gun, too, but you still have to be careful, you know, so, what I meant to say is, thanks again for listening, enjoy your beer. And I will see you guys next time.